I'm John Graft, and I love Chicago real estate. Between showings, I stop in my favorite places, talk with local business owners, and bring their story to you. This is my Chicago. Why'd you start this? How'd it begin? What's the story behind the brand? So I was in New York for a business trip and I was contacted by a family friend to go check out Pure Green. Didn't know much about it, um, so I went to the store in Manhattan and I got a smoothie, I got a juice, hung out for a while and I really thought there was something there. I thought the product was great. Um, I liked how clean and everything, like the brand was, the store looked. Um, the employees were great, and then it got me really excited, so I came back to Chicago. Um, really just started trying juices, smoothies, acai bowls from anywhere I could find in the city. There, is there a lot of that here in Chicago? There is not. Okay. And so that's kind of one of the things I... I think I, it's a I, coastal I, thing. Yeah, it really is. So uh -huh. I identified that pretty quickly as I was like kind of doing my own like research. I was like, there's definitely an opportunity here. Um, and then as I kept trying more and more of the products that were here, I, I realized that one, I thought Pure Green just had a great product that mm -hmm. um, I wasn't finding in Chicago. And then on top of that, uh, I thought the price point was even uh, more competitive than everybody else in the city. So I really thought there was something there. So after a year or two of kind of doing research and whatnot, we uh, decided to pull, pull the trigger and move forward with it. Um, signed lease on March 8th, just <laughs> great timing on our part. Um, but yeah, so we decided to stick with it, even with COVID and everything kind of coming into effect. And uh, so far, so good. I mean, um, definitely opened up to uh, better than we expected. And so far, we're kind of holding through. So hopefully uh, the trend continues. Nice. Yeah. And so you're already in the franchise business. You were able to take that experience and bring it here. Can you talk a little bit about the other business you have? So yeah, we, uh, my family comes from a franchise background and uh, it's something we really kind of taken taken on as a whole family. Uh, we really all have, from my brothers, my sisters, my dad, my aunts, we all have food industry background, um, and especially within the franchising business. Um, it's something I wanted to carry on, and so I was excited to kind of, one, find uh, something that I thought aligned with me, like as a health-focused brand, as Pure Green is, I yeah. really like that. Um, so that was something I, you know, kind of jumped off the table with me, and then yeah, with our franchising experience, I really thought this was uh, a good brand to kind of take on as well. So I see this as juice in a bottle, but what is this? You know, what makes it different? Why can't I just make this at home? Yeah, so with our, our juices here, I got the wake up call, the uh, pure green lemon ginger, and our immunity shot. Um, these are all HPP, which is high pressure processing. So if you just bought your traditional juicer at your house or went to someone local that juices fresh, mm -hmm. um, what they have is just like a traditional blade, but it actually gets pretty hot and will end up burning off some nutrients. I heard you can, I know like those ninjas, you can make soup and it cooks the soup and it's because of that process. Yeah, so that's actually not beneficial to the juice. You're actually sense. burning nutrients. Um, with the HPP process, it's using high pressure to actually lock in all your nutrients. Like uh, how you would do like a vacuum seal, uh -huh. it keeps it fresh. Same thing with these. Uh, the date on this one, it's good till December 12th where a traditional juice would be good for like maybe three days. That's a great shelf life, I never expected that. Yeah, but once you bust the cap, it's only good for 24 hours. Okay. So it is peak freshness, as long as the cap is sealed, you're good. So people will say, well, is your juice fresh? I'd say it's fresher than any place you can get in the city. One, you don't have to deal with these machines in the back room that 
for the most part do get dirty and they're not the most sanitary unless you're taking proper precautions on every single step and uh -huh. you're never missing. So uh, I really like that part. Um, it's just more food safe and I think it locks in more nutrients and freshness. Do you make these on site or they, they come else we from don't. elsewhere? We uh, Pure Green actually sends them to us. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's how they're able to get just, that's why if you come into Pure Green, the refrigerator is always stocked. If you go into a lot of the other juice places, you'll see just kind of like it's sparsely stocked. Yeah. Because they don't want to, they have to deal with so much more waste. Well, you have that shelf life too, so why not Why not keep it all on the shelf so everyone can see it? I know we saw the location downstairs. We wanted to shoot in there, but it was difficult with everything going on, yeah. so we didn't, so we're up here. Uh, but it was full, and I saw how it was all separated. Whenever I see the separated, I'm like, okay, that's a natural product. And I remember having uh, the Oddwalla, and there's, I don't know, we'll figure it out. But uh, they always taste more processed, and they don't really have that juice that some of these have. Now, I've never had this. Can we open these up? Yeah. Cool. Two new ones. So this one has the uh, apple, lemon, ginger, cayenne. Okay. It is a pretty intense flavor. Uh, this is our lemon ginger. Okay. Uh, this is, I would say, like my favorite of the green juices. Um, it's got the least amount of sugar out of any of the juices. Okay. Um, and it's just a, a really nutrient dense drink. Uh, this is probably been our number one seller through COVID. It's our immunity shot. Okay. Um, I think everybody's kind of you know paying attention to their health a little bit more and. Uh, yeah, so that's why I brought these three. The wake-up shot has definitely been... Uh, Do people usually take this side. whole thing? Yeah. Yeah? Now, yeah, feel free to take it. Okay. Um, I would just suggest doing a little water with it because it is a really compact flavor profile. So it's thick, it's strong. I used to juice, and this tastes just like something I would have juiced, but, but better, actually. There's not a... You guys blend... They, do they strain it? Because there's no pulp in this, right? Or is there? So in some of them, there is like a more of a pulp. Okay. Um, and these that like, was really smooth. Yeah, the, the shots will be just really, really dense. Like there's not any pulp or anything in there. Those are like super dense uh, nutrients. Whereas like uh, if, if you saw like a pure watermelon, there'll be a lot of pulp in that one. Okay. Yeah, which that one's just watermelon, lemon, and water. So it's super basic, but uh, it gets you like nutrients and it really hydrates you. So from when I was when I was back here and I was looking at them, I could see 170 on calories and 60 on calories. Is that because this has more sweeter things in it? It's, uh, I'd say it's mostly because of the apple. The apple? Yeah. The okay. The fruits will always give you that higher content where this one's all vegetables. Okay, so let's see on like carbs. And like celery is like that major like the number one ingredient that'll be celery. Okay. So like that's almost like a, is it a carb negative or what's the? Oh, uh, negative carbs. Yeah, right? yeah. because it's like, like those mostly, noodles, those clear yeah, noodles. So it's mostly just water. Let's see. Yeah, try it out. So that's really tasty. Yeah. This is something like after a workout or if you're feeling, you know, maybe if you're hungover, drink <laughs> this for sure. Yes. That definitely has that flavor to it. Yes, we definitely get a, a, a lot of uh, Sunday morning walk-ins of asking what the hangover cure one is. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one, I think our original plan was at one. So we got there like about one o'clock. There were five people already in there. It seemed to have really good traffic for that yeah, time no, of day. We are definitely, uh, it's definitely been, a, especially with the weather, when mm. the weather picks up. Okay, this is up. really good. Yeah, that, that uh, that's my personal favorite. That's where those calories and, and carbs are. I see that, yeah. but this is fantastic. And I mean, that's sweet, but as it sits on my tongue, I can feel the ginger, I can feel the cayenne. It makes me want to have another sip too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's almost something I've been trying to like cut out coffee with, has been using that one to Using this that. instead? Yeah. I could see, I mean, it, it definitely it has that wake-up effect. Yeah. And I think the cayenne really kind of just gets your blood pumping. Yeah. Yeah, gets you moving. Do you see people using these as meal replacements? 
Um, yeah, so like with our juicing, like uh, we have our uh, juice till dinner, which would be like two juices in the morning, two for like lunch, and then you'd have like a small dinner. Um, so you have a regiment? So yeah, so that would be our juice till dinner, and then we have our, uh, was it, our pure basic, which would be uh, six juices, and that would be a one day, and that would be two green juices, and then we'd help you kind of select the next four. Okay. And then the pure hardcore would actually be four of the green juices, and then we'd help you select the next two, which so, could be like the wake up. Okay, and you guys sell that in like a package or? Yeah, so you come in, you uh, pick out kind of what you're thinking. If you want suggestions or help from any of us at, uh, at Pure Green, we'd help you pick it out, and then we'd get you uh, a nice bag, put it in the bag, and uh, you'd be on your way. So the juice till dinner is 32, uh, per day, and then the uh, pure basic and the pure hardcore forty-eight piece per day. Okay, and yeah. there was how many in which six in each? Uh, so the the first one that you sold them will be four, and okay. then the other two will be six. Okay, nice. Yeah, and how many of these are there in Illinois? This is the only pure green in Illinois. The only first pure green one in the Midwest. In the Midwest, completely. Yeah. Nice. So you're right here, right in Lincoln Commons. Great location, right by DePaul, right by all the apartments near the L. Yeah. So good traffic. How's business been since you opened? It's been good. Um, I think we were anticipating maybe a little bit more traffic, um, but with COVID uh, and the L being down, the dorms not being filled, and like uh, some of the gyms not being at their max capacity, I'd say we're not nearly, we haven't gotten to where we want to be yet, okay. but we're still steadily building, which is encouraging. And you were saying that there was a competing juice company in Equinox, and they closed the day you guys opened. They closed like within, like, yeah, right, right around right when we opened. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, so we, we got a. I think that definitely kind of helped get us established. Got more uh, people willing to kind of try us. Yeah. Um, which definitely helped. So uh, yeah. So I've had those juices, and these are better. I'll, I'll say that right now. He, he the, said it. Yeah, <laughs> these are really good. Uh, so what's the plan from here? How long do you test this out? What's the process like to decide if this is a viable business model? Um, we, we're actually already looking at other locations. Okay. Um, we have a few calls in. Uh, I'd say with the current restrictions that just got put in place, yeah. it kind of made us hesitate a little bit. Um, but we're definitely still looking to add some locations here in the near future. So I noticed you guys had some blenders and we're making some smoothies or other things for other people. What else do you offer outside of these drinks? Yeah, so we got cold pressed juices, cold pressed juice shots. Um, we do smoothies. What's, and we, these are cold pressed, right? Yes. Okay. And, and so you said, what was the process you called it? HPP, high pressure processing. Okay, and so HPP, is it the same as cold pressed? Yes, but it just uses basically high pressure okay. instead of just using a traditional blade. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got the juices, smoothies, and then we have uh, acai bowls as well. And uh, we are looking to now with kind of the weather getting colder, we're adding oatmeal bowls. Oh, nice. Um, and then we're gonna do basically the wake up call um, they heat it up and it's like an apple cider. Uh -huh. So really excited to get that. Started. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, funny enough, you could add some booze to this too. <laughs> it would be good. If it was heated up, I think this would taste even better actually. Yeah, so they do that in New York right now is they, they serve the wake up call hot with like a little cinnamon, a little lemon, uh -huh. and it's like a really nice apple cider. Yeah, I can definitely see so that. So we're gonna get that going hopefully in about a week here. Um, we should have the oatmeal bowls and the apple cider up and going. So a family friend told you about this. You went on to New York to check it out. What made you want to bring it here? I just, you know, I, I'd say we were looking at possibly doing something. Um, we want, we're looking for like a a new, like a healthy brand to kind of be a part of. Um, I wanted to help start something and kind of grow it organically, like something similar to like how my dad did. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to follow that process. And once I saw Pure Green and I kind of came back to Chicago and I didn't see anything that was uh, as similar as 
as good. Um, I thought it was worth giving it a shot. And then yeah. as I was getting closer and closer to open, I saw there was a lot of excitement in the neighborhood for us to open, which was really encouraging. Nice. And then the day we opened, it was just like, bam. I mean, it was just a line out the door, and it was really exciting. It seemed like a lot of the hard work we kind of put in was actually worth it. Nice. Uh, which is always good. Um, and then from then on, it's been like a really steady flow of traffic. We've had a lot of new people coming in, but we've also had a lot of our you know, guests coming in once, twice a week, which is always encouraging. You always want those repeat visitors. It means you're doing something good. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So how long are you going to check this out or try this out? What's the process like until you know? I'm curious what that break-even point is or that like failure point where you know it doesn't work. Like, do you need a certain amount of customers a day or how does it work? I know nothing about the restaurant <laughs> business other than how to eat. Um, in order. Yeah, I mean, we put some numbers on paper and said, so, you know, if we could just get here, we'd okay. be okay. Um, at this point, uh, we're, we're hitting what we, I'd say like our break-even point would be. So mm -hmm. we're, we're doing good on that end. And we're just really excited to, the city and everybody kind of get back to like a normalcy where these restrictions kind of fall away and we really see what we got yeah because we're still kind of playing with well it's hard it's it, misleading it's really hard to understand the business when you know DePaul's at you know not at full capacity the gyms aren't full capacity the bars and restaurants aren't open that just hurts the traffic in the overall neighborhood yeah so as we can just get all this traffic back in Lincoln Park like it was you know pre-COVID um, we're really excited to see what that does are these available for delivery they are developed, yeah, delivery is on uh, Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, um, Uber Eats, and then we got our own site is puregreenchicago.com, okay. and that's just a place your order for pickup. What's it like working with those businesses? Because I know they take a substantial cut in terms of the business model, and you've probably had to do it with your other restaurants. How's that transition been? Um, it's good. Honestly, like, especially with a new brand just kind of entering the market, it's all about kind of getting your name out there, getting the brand out there, yeah. getting, you know, as much trial as possible. Um, and I definitely think those brands do that. They definitely get, you know, kind of like your brand in their face. And uh, it's been kind of shocking to me. I wasn't sure how much delivery we would do with, you know, something like a smoothie. I wasn't mm -hmm. sure who's ordering that for delivery. It's a strange thing to order for I delivery. I thought it was as well. And uh, Maybe not in the winter, but in the summer? I don't know if I'm going to if I'm going to really... I've been mistaken. It's been yeah. uh, it's been very popular delivery, um, which is great. I was uh, a little nervous. Seeing, like I was like, I'll sign up and see if this does anything, and it's been really strong. So mm -hmm. uh, no, I definitely encourage everybody, especially with these crazy times, get signed up on them. They, they definitely <laughs> help out. What do you think the future of restaurants are? Do you think there'll be a change in models? Um, have you heard of the Ghost Kitchen? I have. Yeah. So. I just read that in a headline. I didn't actually read the whole article and read into it. What are the ghost kitchens? So I was at actually a really cool convention now about three years ago. It was the food delivery convention in Chicago. I think it was the second year. It was really interesting because the first year they said they had like 300 guests or something. Mm -hmm. And then this year there was like over a thousand. Okay. So it was like the year two. So the growth was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and one of the main things they were talking about was uh, with all these new delivery platforms, you could do these ghost kitchens, mm -hmm. which was really you know, I'd never heard of that before until this is like two or three years ago now. And uh, basically it gives restaurants the opportunity to open up like in an alley or in a less ideal spot. You don't have to be at Main and Main mm -hmm. to, you know, do your business anymore. You can open up in, you know, kind of like an off the beaten path place, but you're still able to reach so many people because of these delivery companies. Um, it's been really good for some brands, I know that. Um, I'm not sure how it would be for Pure Green just yet, but yeah. it's uh, it's definitely interesting. I know a lot of people that have had great success with it. Do you see new brands doing that? Because the way I saw it is you could be nobody 
and just open up this shop. Yeah. And I think they're doing some of them in group kitchens, right? Yes. And so you, if you make something good and you want to test it, you can jump on Uber Eats, pop it on there, pay the fees because you're not paying for that expensive rent anymore 100%. and try out a new business. And it benefits all of us because we get to try things we would never been able to try otherwise because there's agree. so much less overhead. And I think it definitely gives people the opportunity to start their own business. And I think yeah. that's what kind of what most people would want to do is kind of own their own thing. And yeah, again, you don't have to go pay, you don't have to go pay, you know, these large rent fees, some of the other, like all these other variable costs that come with owning like a brick and mortar. You kind of get your own opportunity to, you know, try something. And if it doesn't work, it's not like a huge cost to you. Yeah. You kind of get trial by error a few different times. You can fail fast and move on if it doesn't work. But if you do have something, maybe that does encourage you to go to a brick and mortar. So I really think it's great. I mean, I hope more people kind of try out their dream and see if it works for them. I've seen, uh, what's that? It's a Chicago company, I think it's Tybar. Tybar opened up and they did it all online and then they opened up that pop-up shop on Armitage. But that pop-up shop has turned into a real fixture yeah. on that street. And I think they're doing well. It's kind of like the flip of that for restaurants. Try this delivery model yeah. and then open up the storefront if it actually works. I agree, I mean, I think it's really cool. I mean, Do you know anyone that's opened any yet? I, you know, I was actually just at, uh, I was on my phone the other night looking at Uber Eats, and I was like, there's not, there's no food there. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And finally I realized it was a ghost kitchen, but they actually offered pickup, okay. which was kind of cool. So I, I walked into this like, almost looking like warehouse look. Yeah. And there was a bunch of brands from like traditional QSRs to like That's new cool. emerging brands. It was really cool. What's a QSR? Um, quick service restaurant. Okay. Um, that would be like your, your staple, like national town. It'd be like Wendy's, McDonald's, Subway, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. Okay. It's like your traditional QSR. QSR, and then what's what would your what would you have? I guess you'd be like a very small QSR at this okay. point. Um, but yeah, quick service restaurant. I mean, you're in, you're out. Not many people kind of stay to hang out there. It's more of just a, an in and out kind of place, especially now that there's no seating inside. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say we're, we're definitely in the QSR market. Um, just serving juices and. Uh, smoothies and acai as opposed to like burgers, sandwiches, pizza, yeah. Okay. I think franchises have always interested me. I'm a business person, I look at an opportunity, it's like, hey, I don't have to do, I don't have to write the manual, I don't have to yeah. create the food, I, I can just buy this working model and it's one of the reasons McDonald's and all these companies took off. This is a growing franchise, right? You have the first one here. How does that franchise model work? So basically, yeah, like you were saying, you don't have to write the manual. You, you, you take something that like you really feel passionate about. You come in, you try the Good product. idea, like a proven concept yeah. already there. You, so you come in, you like the product, like this is really good. Maybe there's a neighborhood or somewhere like you were already kind of identifying or you were thinking about starting your own business. You want to be a part of it. You come in, um, you could talk to me at Pure Green and we could sit down, have a discussion, see if it's really for you. Um, I explain more about the business. Uh, I'd help you identify a site um, and go from there. It's uh, yeah, it's it's for people that want to kind of go out and around. If they're mm -hmm. not their own boss, they would always want to be one. Definitely gives you the opportunity with being a franchise. I always recommend if you're going to be a part of a franchise, follow the franchise. Okay. Um, some people that when they get into a franchise, they want to make their own decisions, and we always say it's the exact. That's, it's the that's whole. Not, not the, the point. Reason to get into a franchise. <laughs> yeah. So if you're ever going to get into a franchise, just follow the manual. Because they want you to do good. Yeah. The franchise always wants the franchisee to do good. Because if the franchise closes down, it just looks bad for them. It looks bad for them. So how does that work? Like, what's the startup cost? What, do, what type of capital do you need? 
Um, so right now, the startup cost, if you want to get into a pure green franchise, would be 30000 Okay. Um, and then from there, we'd have to help, we'd help you identify a site, um, and then we'd have to go over construction costs. Construction costs is going to be different. Um, no matter what, where no you are. what, just because like, if it's a straight vanilla box, or if it's more like a already built out, um, it's going to be a huge difference in your build-out cost. So yeah, we'd help you identify the site, get you up operationally, training, staffing, all that, and uh, kind of be there along the way. I'm kind of your go-to questions guy. If you have any questions, you call me, you call anybody at Pure Green, they kind of help support you. Okay. And then you have a royalty that continues afterwards? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is that? So right now, the uh, royalty for Pure Green... It's, I think it's 6%? I can't remember exactly what it is right now. It's either 6 or 6.5. I can't remember where you okay. Sorry, it's been a minute That's since okay. I looked at the contract. That's okay. Uh, and for franchises, where does that stand? Is that high? Is that low? Is it in the middle? Right. It's, I'd say it's in line with everybody. In line with everybody yeah, else? Yeah, really, Pure Green's, uh, their franchising model is really in line with everybody. Um, 30,000 is pretty much standard. So 30,000 is your startup. That goes straight to Pure Green. It goes straight to Pure Green. And, and then, then they assist there, with the process. They, yeah, they start assisting you with like every single thing. I know some companies require that you have a capital requirement in terms of liquid cash. Does this have that as well? Yeah, it's 100,000 liquid, 300,000 okay. uh, net worth. Net worth, okay. I feel like that's really smart because you don't want someone who doesn't have that opening it up. It's, it's, it's a struggle because whenever there's a new business that opens, the first month, couple months are so unpredictable where if you don't have the cash flow to kind of just kind of keep you going those first couple months until like everything catches on, it's gonna be really tough. Um, so yeah, so, you know, Pure not only looking out for the brand, but they're really looking out for the franchisee. They don't want you to come in and take like your last, you know, your last 30000 spend it on here, and then all of a sudden, three months in, you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cash flow problem, and that's why most businesses fail. They just don't have money for the next month. They need the next couple months to get them to that high productivity period. I mean, we're going in the winter, and that's a perfect example. Yeah. Real estate's the same way. I depend on eight months of the year for my income. Yeah. Anything outside of that is great, but I need to earn during those eight months because those are going to be my heaviest months. That's really what I'm depending on to keep this business moving forward. Yeah. No, and same thing here. I mean, especially in Chicago with the weather so unpredictable, yeah. you, you really just got to make it. I always say like St. Patrick's Day kind of gives the good kickoff for us. Okay. You get like, you, everybody comes into the city, really, you know, kind of kicks off your sales. And then, um, you know, anything after Labor Day is, uh, is a total, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. It's yeah. either going to be snowing or it could be 70 degrees. It's crazy. Yeah. What it's <laughs> yeah. November 4th. It's yeah. the day after so the election. Like, Chicago We're sitting here. is like so unpredictable. It's like, I don't, you can't bank on the weather. So you got to take those summer months and really make it worth it. How'd you choose this location? chose this location. I went to DePaul um, and I, my first apartment in the city was literally right there. I could see it from the pure green door. Okay. Uh, I, my sister lives in Lincoln Park. I'm constantly over here. Uh, yeah, one day I was just riding my bike to the lakefront and I was on the way back and I was coming down Lincoln and I uh, saw the storefront, loved the glass storefront, loved the high ceilings, uh, saw Phil's Coffee was just about to open. I thought it'd be They've really, been killing it. They've been, they were at a, there are lines outside that line place. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, you know, if, if Phil's could kind of take a brand from San Francisco and, you know, kind of open their flagship location. Same clientele right sort of kind of, isn't it? And that's kind of what I was thinking as well. So I thought, you know, if they were able to do it from like the West Coast, maybe I could help take Pure Green from the East Coast and kind of establish them in Chicago, basically taking where they went. Yeah. And, I think uh, that's it's smart. That great. makes sense. Yeah. And we got the Equinox right there. The Lincoln Commons has been amazing. Um, with not just the tenants, but like their uh, their help with their just marketing us has been great. And they've then, been uh, promoting your business. Yeah, Lincoln Commons nice. has been really nice about that. They always hold like special <laughs> events, um, and they're like uh, 
don't know what you called it, like their circle or... Uh, it's called a square. Square, yeah. yeah. They're like... Town plaza. Square. Yeah, the plaza. Uh, yeah, they've held events there. They've encouraged us to kind of come out and uh, pass out juices, smoothies, pass out flyers, just kind of introduce Pure Green to everybody that is Lincoln Commons, mm -hmm. which has been great. It's been super helpful. Nice. What's the next step from here? Hopefully, uh, just kind of identifying the next site and just kind of going in on it. Um, I think we definitely have something here. I've yet to find a better smoothie. So I'm really encouraged to kind of grow this and uh, bring it to more people in Chicago and hopefully more of the Midwest. Nice. Yeah. What were you doing before this? Before this, I was really helping out um, basically in real estate, um, negotiating leases, rents, uh, kind of helping out anywhere I could on the, le on the real estate end for another franchise. Okay. Um, I still do that. I uh, just, uh, kind of taking this on with me and my brother uh pure green and just seeing uh you know what we can do with it I, I really think it's a great brand it was something me and my brother really wanted to be a part of yeah and uh so you know that's why we went forward with it nice your brother's doing this with you yeah me and my brother and my sister okay yeah all three of you yeah nice they're total family business total family business yeah nice. they're currently yeah they're not here today but yeah they're always in and out do you guys take turns kind of yeah yeah <laughs> do you have specific roles um yeah i'd say like my Right now, it's kind of uh, trying to identify those roles. Mm -hmm. It's such a new business. We've only been on for two months. So we're yeah. really trying to feel where everybody kind of falls. Um, I really like marketing. So that's something like, I kind of take on just because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, but my brother's always been like a really good manager, operational. And, and my sister's just been great at just helping out wherever needed. Great. Um, she's been really helpful in that part, especially just not realizing what the staffing level should be in the first answer. She's always been able to just kind of jump on and kind of save us. There's a few situations where I was a little bit understaffed maybe. <laughs> yeah. What's the hardest part about opening up? It seems so overwhelming. There's so many different pieces, moving pieces. I mean, just from the regulations with the state, what's that like, the licensing process? Um, the licensing process is honestly with COVID and everything, it was a little bit different as well. Um, okay. You really you couldn't go pick up your business license. You couldn't go to City Hall. So like three days before we were open, we didn't have a business license, and I was like three days before. Yeah, and I was like, like it was right, it was approved, but you didn't approved, physically but have didn't it. Physically have it, and so I was like freaking out because usually I would just go to City Hall and they would issue you it. Obviously, you couldn't do that with COVID. This yeah. was July, right? August. This is August, and. Um, I was sitting there like, and the guy was like, yeah, at most it would take 30 days. I was like, 30 days? I was like, I was, oh my gosh, crushed. And so was it mailed to you? So it was mailed. And so they're like, the most it'll take is 30 days. And I'm like, 30 days? I was like, beyond stress. And then yeah. thank God, like the day before we opened, it came in the mail. Okay, perfect. And I was like, oh my gosh. So that was a big relief. Um, so yeah, kind of dealing with like some of these changes that COVID kind of brought on was, uh, was crazy. I mean, it was like you didn't really know exactly what you needed to do. I, mean, I think everybody is still at this point a little confused. Of, yeah, we're still figuring this so, out. I mean, we just took as many precautions as possible, making sure all the staff and all the customers were safe as possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a different beast to kind of open up during all this. But it was uh, you know a learning experience. I mean, I learned a ton. Uh, happy we went forward with it. And uh, yeah, I mean, no complaints. Just. Uh, kind of an eye-opening process, kind of dealing with everybody's kind of, as everything kind of changes week to week almost, you're just trying to, you know, make sure you're on top of it all. What was different from the standard QSR that you're used to, to this? Um, I'd say usually they're a lot more, like, this is a brand, it's a really new brand. Mm -hmm. So just kind of working through some of like these newer processes, I 
just wasn't familiar with. Um, dealing with you know new vendors that I wasn't familiar with. Dealing with uh, you know new processes, new equipment. So just kind of like taking the first couple weeks to figure that all out um, was good. I mean, I, I it wasn't too much of a learning process, but you know it, it takes a couple weeks kind of get your feet wet, kind of get running. And yeah. uh, once that happened, when I mean, we were off to the races, we we're good to go. I think the build out looks really good. Do they design that? Does Pure Green design that? So uh, this company called OT, uh -huh. um, they were the designers. They're a Chicago-based uh, firm. Um, they're located in Pilsen. They do a lot of really cool architecture, or a lot of cool design um, around Chicago. Uh -huh. uh, they had presented me this design and I was pretty blown away. I was like, this is cool. I really like the look. I thought it fit the brand perfectly. Yeah. Um, so we went forward with it. This is actually the first design um, for Pure Green. Um, with that, our first store built with that design for Pure Green. Okay, got it. So the other ones look completely different? Yeah, so moving forward, they will all be looking a lot more like that. Oh, nice. You can basically create this template that you can use anywhere. Correct, yeah. That's nice. Does the design firm get brought back in every time, or do you use that same template and kind of just So yeah, work they, with they, the they've been working hand in hand with uh, Pure Green just to kind of create that template uh -huh. and trying to, uh, you know, make sure, you know, this isn't a one-off. You mm -hmm. really want to, you know, develop a brand. You want everything to kind of look uniform. Mm -hmm. And so they're really helping, uh, OT is really helping Pure Green kind of get that nailed down. Was it the same way in New York? Not the same design, but they have one company that they worked with there? Um, I believe so. Uh, this I, was the, the one they, this was kind of, I'd say the ones in New York were maybe before they, they really went to the franchise model. Okay, got it. They're more of like kind of like one-offs. Um, and then once they kind of really wanted to move forward with the franchise, they, obviously they realized they really needed to get the design kind of really, you know, narrowed down to specific requirements. And uh, that's where OT came in and really got them down to like, this is the guide. This is what you have to look like. When you're working with the company, you know, there's a founder who started that. Is he still every yeah, day, right? Yeah. So you're close with him, you're working with him. It's gotta be cool for him to see this baby take off. Yeah, Ross uh, Ross Franklin, he's the founder, CEO. Uh, he's been, you know, super hands-on. He calls, wants to understand like where you're at with everything, uh, which is great. Uh, yeah, when he, he was a little nervous, I'd say with the new design, mm -hmm. you know, it's something he created. He was maybe a little nervous to see like, you know, kind of the evolution of it. But then once he came to Chicago and saw it, he was blown away. Nice. He was like, this is great. This is exactly where we need to be. So that was really nice. I was <coughs> a little nervous, uh, kind of moving forward with like the first new one. Um, I was happy I did. He was happy I did. So uh, it all worked out. How long did it take them to create create or come up with that design? I'm not really sure. Yeah. You know, like one day it was, uh, it may maybe it was like a month. I, I can't really remember. It was like, all of a sudden I just saw it in front of me and I was like, that's it. That's what we need to do. Um, it's just clean. It's just fresh. I mean, I, I agree. Really just walking by the street. I mean, we walk past it every single day. We go to and from the office and I look in, I'm like, this looks nice. It looks like a place you want to walk <laughs> yeah. into and eat in. Yeah. It's really inviting. Um, yes. for some of the places I was visiting, maybe weren't as inviting. They kind of made me feel like I wasn't like, super familiar with some of the, like, the cold pressed juices and like smoothies and like you know, like the super food world. Yeah. I didn't know a lot about that. So like as I started visiting, some of the places I was visiting felt like cold or almost like overwhelming. And so I was just like, we just need to make it simple, clean, and really you know inviting for guests just like walking off the street and be like, well, what is Pure Green about? Um, so that's what I really wanted to create there. Just an atmosphere that really allowed customers to ask questions, feel like you know they didn't have to know everything in and out about a superfood just to order there. 
Um, I think the average customer on the street could walk in and feel comfortable ordering or at least interacting with our staff just to like help them walk them through a process, whether it be smoothies, acai bowls, or a juice cleanse. It feels that way. What are, what are the common questions that people have or feedback? Oh my God, we get more <laughs> questions. I never anticipated so many questions. Uh, tons of questions. Um, from what's the benefits of like spirulina to uh, that's like small broccoli, isn't it? Spirulina is like a oh, it's broccolini. Al it's algae. Okay. Yeah, it's super super like healthy um, superfood. Is then, that in one of these? That is not. No. That's something we would add to like our purple haze smoothie. Okay. That's like something we add in there, or if you want to add it, a lot of people add it to like the pure green smoothie, which is uh, it's really cool. I mean, so it's like it's a scoop really of good. vitamins. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, those come as individuals, or is it like a pack, like a boost? So it, it's it's literally like a, almost like a powder, uh -huh. and then we just put like a teaspoon. You put like a teaspoon additive in the smoothie, acai bowl, or uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, we get I mean tons of questions. What's the benefits of an HPP juice compared to a traditional juice? Um, what's your favorite? Why does this taste so good? I've yeah. done that a few times. <laughs> the banana nut, it basically tastes like a milkshake. Okay. But it's I mean it's just way less sugar than a traditional milkshake so it's uh you know a lot of people i think are a little bit shocked by how good some of it tastes with it being also healthy yeah yeah well i'm excited i'm really happy you're here I'm glad we could do this yeah no i was really excited you reached out yeah i appreciate it yeah. thank you thank you see you